Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Blessed 2022. I absolutely love to be here. I love it here. <laughs> 2022 has a real fabulous energy so far. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl Zane Spirit here on the Living in Spirit podcast. I am doing some video uh, this year. You're going to see more video this year, so I'm excited for that. Um, definitely looking forward to what this year has in store. Lots of new guests, new guests, more conversation, more hot topics. Y'all bring a lot of the hot topics. Y'all bring a lot of the, um, y'all provoke a lot of what happens in uh, the Living in Spirit podcast. So I thank my spirits. I thank y'all. I thank uh, just the community, the way that y'all support Soul Drive Global and myself. It's just been chef's kiss. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, welcome to season three. Welcome to season three, episode one, season three. <laughs> Me on it. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Um, I do have a wonderful affirmation before we go into the topic, the hot topic for January, um, which is, it's crazy how things come around full circle. I'm going to explain it in a second, but we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and take a deep breath. Let it out, nice and gentle. The affirmation for this podcast is, I trust in my own process for life. I allow myself a greater vision of my life, releasing all limitations that my mind has and opening up the infinite world of creation within me. Breathe that in. And exhale. I am in faith that my highest good will serve me always. I am in unison with the driving force that my, de that my desire is. I am in faith that my highest good will serve me always. I am in unison with the driving force that my desire is. That is our affirmation and I feel like it's right on topic um, a lot of what has been circling I don't know if y'all ever see the um, like one year ago today on Facebook or whatever the case is or like you just look through um, even our phones have this option now where they're like grouping together pictures and things like that or like things that you did on the day last year, whatever the case is. Um, memories, memory recollection is really cool. Um, and I like to see it because I, this is where I often see where, where we can, you know, like see our cycles. We can see how things have been moving in our life. We can see progression. We can just we can celebrate, right? We can um, also, you know, elevate from that space. You know, it, it gives us 
a check, a check-in, which I like that a lot. I like to be able to check in. And a lot of what I noticed too is that because I use my platforms to provide a lot of messages for you guys and even remembrance for me sometimes. And so a lot of these old uh, memories, they show these spirit messages or these guided uh, messages. And it was literally right in tandem with um, our monthly newsletter for January, something that was just on my heart and on my spirit was that we don't have to burden the shoulder of waking people up, like bringing people to a place of consciousness, right? Or just being more self-aware. Um, and so what I recognized too was that um, I had a post that showed up that was talking about waking people up gently. And it's all in correlation to that. So I wanted to elaborate on that. I wanted to speak my piece on that and um, just open it up with this year that 2022 being a number six year, right? Which is all about expression. It's harm it's harmony. We're seeing a lot of our home lives changing. Um, and maybe we're even making peace with the way that things have changed or the foundations that we have laid, right? And also like coming out of that five energy, five is growth and discomfort. Like it's not, it's not always comfortable. Five is not a comfortable energy, but six, six. <laughs> Six is a great energy. I love five energy, but a lot of people don't because um, I like to grow. I, I like the razzle dazzle of it all. But um, and I respect what energy all numbers bring. Right. Um, but six has a very beautiful expression number uh, expression energy in its number, which also shows a lot of creativity, beauty, artwork. Um, be expecting to see a lot of people moving into their art space, right, this year. And I love that because it shows that we're digging deeper into ourselves. We're digging deeper into the expression. We're digging deeper into the things that inspire us and or even to express what, you know, to release, release because art is not just an inspirational thing. It's a it's a releasing um, art is, you know, or just that expression, it helps us to not hold on to things, which I've noticed a lot of us, you know, in correlation to this topic, a lot of us want to force people into this space of consciousness. And there's a lot of different reasons for that, right? So, um, not saying that spirit doesn't give us the message to give to other people, right? Because everybody, the student is always a teacher and the teacher is always a student. We can always learn and grow from these different experiences, right? Um, but a lot of what I noticed and what people ask me is how do you remain detached from the outcome of what people are going to do with their lives after you give them that message, right? And I'm like, you let it go. You show them grace. You respect the journey, right? Like you allow the journey to be what it is because I can guarantee that your journey, the, the journey is not linear. Like it's not straight and narrow. You're going to take the twists and turns because that's what makes life exciting. That's what gives it some mystery. That's what gives it... <laughs> I mean, and is it really a mystery? I mean, that's up for debate. But, <laughs> um, you know, like, I feel like we know 
where we're going, but it's, it's oftentimes we ignore that, right? We ignore this intuitive understanding. We ignore the signs. We ignore the emotions. Like we hold those things in, right? And so being able to show grace to other people in that journey, like I'm not here to wake up somebody who don't want to be woke, right? I'm not here to elevate everybody's consciousness. And like one thing that we forget is consent is important. Even in spirituality, like sexual consent is is important. Um, Consent before we dump our problems on people is important. Um, Consent before we give advice is important. And this is something that I have found as an area of opportunity for myself in my life, right? Because being that Gemini Mercury, I'm eager to not only find out the information, but to provide. Like, I love to, if I know something, I want to put it at you, right? I want to just, like, because I find this sense of enjoyment in knowing something or learning something or, like, that, that ding, ding, ding. Whenever I'm coming into a place of awareness, it's exciting for me. What I have to remember, though, is that there are moments in my deepest, darkest depths of the abyss where I am not eager to find out about my shit, right? Where I am not excited to see that I have been ignoring every single sign that has sent up to me, right? So (laughs) I have to laugh in these moments. Like, we need more laughter, we need more laughter. We need more. We need some humor because life is humorous, right? And when we recognize that we don't have to be so serious, and yes, there are serious moments, um, but we don't have to hold on to all of the weight and the burden and just all of these things that we tend to do when we are eager for someone else to either come into awareness of self to see how great they are themselves or to, you know, to not see them struggling anymore, right? Like, we don't want to see our loved ones struggle. But even if I'm giving advice to a stranger, you know, sometimes it's easier to give advice to a stranger because we're not attached to that, right? But I've even met some people who are vessels for spirit and they, they, they're still attached to the client. And what I have to tell them is that their journey is their own, just like your journey was your own. You cannot rush them into a place of awareness. You cannot rush them to make peace with themselves. You cannot rush them to love themselves. You cannot rush them to be kinder to themselves. And in the fact that you are rushing them lets me know that you rush yourself to get to the end goal or the finish when really there is no finish. There is no end goal. (laughs) There is just being. There is the present. Yes, there are things we have experienced and we can learn from those things. Those are lessons and blessings. Everything is a lesson and blessing. Those things come simultaneous, right? So even when we're in our deepest abyss, we have to learn how to appreciate that darkness not saying that we got to stay there right because depression i've 
I've been there, right? Like I still will find myself moving into those stagnant places. And if we think about it like this, depression is being stuck in the past. A lot of that has to do with bullying ourselves, like beating ourselves up, negative self-talk, um, being fearful of the future or feeling like we can't get the present right. Um, and so that's a control issue, right? And so that also factors into <laughs> if we want to control how someone's journey is, is because you're seeking, you feel like you're out of control with yourself, right? So everything I'm saying, put it back into you. So if, and that's what I really do. I learn from all of my clients, like any message that spirit is giving, I'm listening because spirit is giving me that message. It may not directly apply in the same way, but I'm listening. I'm listening because that's, that's a part of being obedient and being able to be present with what is being shown, right? I'm present with you right here, right now. I'm holding space for you. If you consensually tell me, yes, I want to receive the message, because I'm going to ask. I used to not ask. And I used to just be like, yeah, spirit is giving me X, Y, and Z. And some people that know me probably know <laughs> that. Um, and sometimes, you know, I'll just be like, hey, you know, if it's a real gentle message, I'll just be like, hey, spirit, tell me, you know, you're, you're guided, you're supported, you're loved, you're taken care of, like, don't worry about it, you know, but if, if it's to the nitty gritty, like, in your ass type shit, which spirit will do, like, hey, you need to stop fucking with them drugs, right? <laughs> or, hey, you need to stop acting like a, a crackhead when it comes to uh, dealing with that abusive relationship, right? So, so sometimes that's, that, that, that's some advice everybody ain't willing to hear. And, of course, the spirit message is not about what the person wants to hear. It's about what they need to hear. But still, getting consent to the is is changing the way that they are about to take responsibility for that right so if i say hey i have a spirit message for you or i have a message something that's coming to me or just from a person looking outside in even if it's not even if you're just observing the situation like hey i see this from a bird's eye view do you mind if i provide um or would you would you like my advice on this? You know, if you don't, that's okay. I'll hold space for you. Um, if not, that's fine. You know, um, that automatically switches the dynamic, right? It, it not only respects them, it opens up the heart space. It opens up the space for non-judgment. And it also helps um, the dynamic between you and the person and the dynamic of self, the dynamic of self. Right. So just getting in the practice of consensually giving messages is important um, and something that I feel is overlooked <laughs> in our community so often. Um, but I digress. So and, and that actually helps them. It helps them because if they say, yes, I do want to hear what you have to say, that lets me know. OK, there is something that is going to change for them perspective wise. Because they consented to hear the message, right? So they're listening. They're not closed off. They're open to receive it. Even if it's a sub, even if it's subconscious. You know, like something that I also have to remind people of often is that even if your message is not received well, it does not mean that it was not received. 
it means that they might need an additional life experience for that message to resonate with them, or they might need additional time to meditate on it, or that message may need to come back around a little bit differently for them multiple times for them to understand it, right? So there's not an issue with that. We cannot sit here. That's like going to math class and your teacher is mad because you're not getting it. How silly is that? Like, you might need a different style of learning. Like, you might have a different style of learning. You might need it to be explained in different ways. You know, like, you might need to learn how that's applicable in your life, right? So there's different ways that we learn. Sometimes spirit is giving them the full experience, which life tends to do. It gives us the full experience, of how we can see something and that embeds the lesson in us creating the blessing simultaneously in that that we're able to carry that with us long term we're able to because listen spirit has had to beat the mess out of me with some messages (laughs) and sometimes still uh, i'm i'm pretty obedient i'm obedient but If you don't think that there has not been no resistance in my life, baby, resistance, resistance, okay? Like, I know that. I know resistance (laughs) because I have lived that and I am gentle with myself because I know that I every day say to myself, I release any resistance to the way spirit is moving in my life and my highest good. Right. Like that is something as a mantra I say every single day (laughs) because I I refuse to be the one holding myself back. Right. Like and and really too like being able to say, yes, I want to receive the advice or the message that you're giving. That also holds that person accountable. It holds them accountable because I have seen many, many times where spirit has sent me the message and I wasn't. You know, like I was listening, but I wasn't really listening. And then it came back around and I realized like I consented to that message and I now see how it applies. Now I have to hold myself accountable to changing my actions and my behavior and the way that I think about things so that I can better improve my life. Right. So. You as the messenger do not have even the messenger to self. Because I be reading myself, all right? Like, Spirit be giving me the messages. And a lot of the times, show us some grace. Show some grace. Like, if you want to control the outcome, if you want to hold on to the way that people are doing things, that means that you are not invested in yourself in that way. And that you are looking for something to control outside of yourself because that feels more tangible to you. Because you feel out of control internally. Or sometimes like when you just, sometimes it's, it's a feeling of loneliness. Like, well, I've, I'm conscious and I don't have support or I don't have my soul family near me or whatever the case is. So, you know, I just want them to wake up and be where I'm at. Well, baby, they're not going to be where you're at anyway. <laughs> you searching in the wrong spaces. You need to feel comfortable within self first. Pour into yourself. The self-love is going to 
take precedence over anything else. And then it's going to open up space for your spirit crew to come in and for your soul family to be present. And then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, so that's not how we go about that. Like we don't pressure people <laughs> into waking the hell up. It's like, it's like talking to like a conspiracy theorist, quote unquote, a conspiracy theorist is talking to somebody who just like trusts everything that they see on the news. And that quote unquote conspiracy theorist or the person that is awakened to what is actually going on, they could say, look, here's the proof. Here's this, here's that. Or, or, you know, like, why wouldn't this, this, and this, or these things are in cahoots with this. And, you know, this is why we're being poisoned and because they get money off of this. Like, you could spit all the facts. But until that person is open, you know, it's not that what you're saying is going to waste. Now, say it once and leave your peace, right? Like, I like to have conversation with people sometimes who are just open to the conversation. Like, you don't even have to be spiritual. We could just have a conversation about energy or I can relate it to anything, right? Or we could just be open to one another's views and leave it at that. Like, I'm not here to convert nobody because I'm, I know that my relationship with myself and the God within me and source and, you know, spirit is, is sacred. Like, it's, it's solid. I'm solid enough in me to not have to prove it to nobody, right? So, when you are talking to somebody who just believes everything they hear from the news or the government or they think that people are in their working in their highest good in this physical plane whatever the case is um why argue with them right like why try to pressure them it doesn't mean that it's falling upon deaf ears entirely though like sometimes your message is not well received but it's still received and I have seen that come around full circle in my life where I have told somebody a spirit message and it wasn't necessarily well received in that moment. And then time goes by, you know, life experiences <laughs> sharpen the blade. That's what, that's what goes down in the inferno um, is that we become more refined, right? And then we recognize, oh, that's what that was, you know? And then it cut, it's like that little, that little seed that you planted, it was enough. It was enough. So if something is really on your heart, if spirit really gives you the message to plant the seed, it's not, you're not planting for no reason. That don't mean that you got to go around watering it every day, you know? life is going to naturally, life is going to carry its own showers, right? That person is in a hurricane already in a storm, okay? That storm is going to nurture that seed, <laughs> and you ain't got to do nothing else. You don't have to carry that weight. And then, too, like, moving back into why we try to pressure people into this place of awareness, um, you know, from control to feeling alone. Um, the next thing that I also say that I've witnessed is that a lot of people want to um, they want to they're tired of watching people suffering right and and like while that sounds and is a beautiful gesture like 
I don't wish suffering on anybody, like, you know, but we have to recognize that people create their own suffering. People are constantly placing themselves into a space of suffering. And whether that be mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. And until they choose to be present and aware with the signs that are all around them, there is not anything that we can do. Now, there is some suffering that, you know, we didn't ask upon ourselves, obviously. Um, but there are some, like, like, for example, if you know that you don't get a good feeling being with somebody, and all the signs are saying, please let this person go, like, let it go, let it go. And you're like, what is that sign? I can't read. Like, and you just walk on past it like you ain't see it. You are clearly signing yourself up for whatever consequence comes with staying around that person, you know, or staying in that situation. And a lot of people just choose to have rose-colored glasses or they choose to remain in mindsets that pro provoke the same consequences, you know, like, and one thing I tell people is like, don't pity nobody. Don't pity them. Don't pity them. I don't pity nobody. I'm not feeling sorry for nobody, you know, like, I wish you awareness, but I'm not feeling sorry for you. Because the moment I feel pity for you means that I'm revoking my belief that you are in control of your life, that you're not in control of your life anymore. That's provoking, revoking my belief in you. That's saying, I don't believe that you can make your own choices and decide better for yourself anymore. Pity is very destructive. And a lot of people don't recognize that, you know, like we could choose to do differently in life. Do we choose to do differently? That's another question. I mean, who knows? <laughs> like, Who knows what they're going to do? But I cannot be attached to whatever outcome you choose for your life because it's not mine. It's not my life. Do I love you? Yes, unconditionally. Do I send you love? Do I send you awareness? Yes, infinitely. May that awareness carry you to listening to the signs and choosing intuitively better for yourself. And that's all that is, you know, and if spirit provokes me to help you further, then I will. But I'm not going to extend myself in places that you're going to keep choosing what you choose. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to keep doing that, you know, and sometimes we sign ourselves up for this constant cycle of destruction by doing so. And a lot of the times we become enablers in that pity party and that victimhood mentality. And that keeps us away from our empowerment. It keeps us away from being empowered in who we are. It keeps us away from our truth. You know, like, I would not be a truth bringer if I'm just sitting here like, like let me coddle you. I'm not going to coddle you because that's not in truth. That's not me believing in you. That's not me enforcing your own personal power. That's like saying, I'm going to give you all the answers and you ain't got to do all the work. Like, no, this is your life created with your hands, created with your mind, created with your movement, you know, and I believe in you enough to know that you can create the life that you desire. You know, I believe in you enough to know that, you know, the moment that you step in and choose yourself, I know that all of the resources become available to you because you're then ready to receive them, right? 
And you may even be ready for my resources that I can give you at that point. But I can't give you something you're not ready for, right? So it's like a lot of the times we want to bring the storm to people, but people are already in their own storms. I don't need to bring you a storm. And sometimes spirit will be like, hey, you, you need to give them the hard facts, right? And I will in those moments. But with love, you know, a lot of times we're not meeting people where they're at to deliver. And the message gets lost in, transla in translation that way. The message gets lost in the sauce. Um, because we, you know, and another thing, too, of why we often try to and why it's so important to self-reflect and look at our emotions when it comes to this topic of discussion and anything that we deal with dealing with spirit is to check our ego and to see, like, are we being rough on them? because we endured a lot of suffering to get here like I've seen a lot of people who are like wake up wake up and they're like shaking them and they want it to be hell and they're like look look at what waking up is you know and like they're they're hurt you know and it's like baby please go take a seat and heal yourself and you know like celebrate how far you have come and be a little bit more gentle with yourself because you trying to force people to wake up and, and shake them up out of their skin is not helping them. You're not doing nothing but scaring them. And it's not to say that there aren't things to be weary of in coming into a place of consciousness or things to, to know. But, you know, like, we don't have to make people, we don't, like, if you're choosing to do that, like, you're operating out of a place of pain from your experience that you have not healed from yet. So, that's why it's so important. Those are just some of the key points of things that I have recognized in people who want to wake people up with force. Um, but like I said, a lot of the time spirit is telling me to be a messenger of love for this person, not to be the hurricane that's <laughs> wiping them off the face of the earth. You know, like they're already in enough, you know, and and that doesn't mean that I have to come and do things for you and coddle you. That means that I'm going to be an example. You know, like people do not, sometimes they cannot see or hear properly like what the sermon is saying. And so they look to see what the messenger is doing, right? Like what is the energy of the messenger? What is the, what is the action of the messenger? So like the best thing you can do to wake anybody up is to be yourself and to live in your truth and to live in your joy, to live in love, to choose to just like, when you fill your cup with love, it overflows. Everybody's going to get the overflow. You don't pour your, your infinite love out the cup. Like, you don't do that. Like, you let it overflow. Everybody else gets the overflow. And it's infinite. So it's not like they running out of overflow. It's not like they're like, oh, you got some more of that love you got going on. Like, the love is infinite, baby. It, it don't go nowhere. <laughs> Like, just being in my presence is love, you know, because I love myself and I'm checking on myself. I'm asking myself, how am I doing physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually every single day? And like one thing that people are going to notice is that and something that I see all the time is that people learn more from what I'm doing than what I'm saying. So if I'm at my altar every day, if I'm doing my rituals for myself, if I'm taking care of myself, it shows. It shows when you take care of yourself, 
when you're eating healthy and conscious of what you digest and if you're you know, living mindfully and being present in the moment when you're laughing more and you're letting your inner child out. Like these are things that inspire people and you don't got to do extra things, but be yourself. And it's like, we get caught up in this idea of who we should be to inspire others that we get lost in that same sauce. <laughs> We're getting lost in the same sauce. We, we lost together in this thing. All right. At that point, you know, so there's a lot of teaching moments in this. There's a lot of learning moments in this. And we can learn and teach together. Um, not saying that you're never going to face your ego in the moments of spirit messages. But, you know, like really ask yourself, like, am I mixing in, you know, am I adding a little seasoning, ego seasoning to this sauce? Because spirit whipped it up real nice. And I'm just over here adding some extra salt. Like I'm salty. You know. So like check in with yourself. And like the more self-aware you are. Of of and con just consciously living your life. Mindfully living your life. People are going to see that. You know. And they're going to ask you. What are you doing? You know. You're not even going to have to give. You're not even going to have to pressure the advice. People are going to come. Right. And I've noticed this with my family, with people that I care about, like it's some of them. It took years, but they came around full circle. And all I had to do was release my ideals upon that person and just be like, you do you be in your ignorance if you want to, you know, but if you're curious about what I'm doing, let me tell you. And this is why I'm happy. You know, like my family started asking me you know, what are you doing to be happy? <laughs> and I recognize how many, how many people are just in pain and they feel like they're at a loss of how to pull themselves out of that space. And so me being in a place of joy within myself or me improving myself or choosing better for myself, that was enough for them to say, I, I clearly need to make some changes. Like they're making their own decision that they need to change their life. I'm not provoking them to do that. I'm not waving it around in their face. None of that because it's not necessary. It's not necessary. And it's destructive when we do that. Trying to force anything we have to force is not of spirit. It's just not like any, any type of resistance, push, pull back and forth. It's just, it's not God. It's not spirit. It's not the universe. It's not none of what. It's not in our divine holiness to do that. And like sometimes we really miss the importance of honoring those lows or honoring the journey of of feeling confident in ourselves or making that choice for ourselves. Like some of some of my greatest moments are recognizing, oh, I can choose like that was monumental for me was recognizing that I can choose. And the moment that we try to take that away from somebody, that's that's counterproductive. That's not in truth. That's not in truth. And like something that I also notice in our community is that a lot of us want to like like we we want to preach like this love and light and you know like it's really a source of denial that we're ever going through things and like that alienates a whole part of the experience that is so crucial like 
how you gonna be all love and light when you don't understand the the creation or the chaos or like how you gonna get to the direction when you when you don't understand the root of it you know like a big part of shadow work and like going within is number one a harmonious balance in inner child play which I know I talk about that a lot I talk about the importance of inner child play so much like inner child play is is a key balance to any type of real shit that we're going through like if you having a real moment with yourself and you just facing truth after truth after truth and it's like you're just like damn I'm I'm a mess then that, those are the moments that you just need to be like let me go laugh and play let me go play in the dirt let me color my coloring book like let me release because we need play to release we need fun we need laughter like please do not get away from that like love is not toxic and the way we love ourselves is to say that you know, like some of these habits are toxic for me. And that's that realness. Like that's that recognizing, okay, I'm facing my internal shadow. I'm facing the parts of me that don't want me to be as successful or don't want me, you know, the, the parts of me that have been conditioned to not believe in myself or to be fearful. Like facing those shadows is not always easy, but it it's necessary. And when we see and recognize that we are actually greater than any shadow that stands in front of us, it's like it becomes, it, we overcome it. We're going to overcome it every time. Like, I have literally proven to myself that I will continuously overcome anything that I ever face in life. And there will never be anything greater than me that I will face, you know? So it's like when... But it took me a long time to get to that level of confidence because I used to break down and be like, oh, I'm facing another thing. And what if it devours me? Because sometimes my mind was the worst place to be. And a lot of that takes mental training. You have to train. That takes resilience, y'all. Resilience. Just like I know resistance. Resistance. I know resilience. Okay. Resistance and resilience. I know them both very well. And that's the polarity, you know, like, and you recognize how they're of the same coin, like they're of the same. They are the same, <laughs> just different sides of the spectrum, different sides of the spectrum. One of them is stubborn to move, like resistance to move. And the other is uh, resilience to keep pushing forward, like the same things, <laughs> just different sides of how the how the situation turns out or different sides of the coin, you know. So, like, there's so much that we can learn from that. There's so much that we can, like, be present in that and take from that and be, you know, in a place of truth and to just know ourselves better. Like, curiosity is such a key important part because there have been plenty of things that I've had to ask myself. I ask myself everyday questions about me <laughs> because I recognize that when we have been conditioned for so long, we don't even recognize when we've got a mask on. We don't recognize when we have been putting on a front. 
like my intuition everybody's intuition communicates differently so but one of the main ways that my my intuition communicates with me is through my body like i'll feel tingles or heating sensations or pains like sharp short pains and there will be nothing medically wrong with me and it will just be my intuition telling me certain things just like when you get ringing in your ears or like you know your stomach turns uh, and you're like oh no I shouldn't go there or I shouldn't do that you know it's the same thing like the body communicates and sometimes the body is the first form of contact for a lot of people intuitively because I mean we're in this physical experience why not so and everything every physical thing that we encounter has a spiritual connection to it or an into uh, an energetic connection to it so I check to see where am I holding energy in my body or is spirit showing me a message towards the situation that I'm dealing with? You know, so like there's a lot of introspective moments where I'm I'm just in that place of questioning, you know, and it, and that's OK. You know, like we need to have grace and forgiveness and show curiosity like these are great topics of discussion with self so that we can better interact with other people in our community because it starts with you. So if you find that you're having a hard time, you know, wanting to move people or push people into a place of awakening or wanting to do things from force or out of, you know, just tension, if you want to hold on to it or if you're too attached to the outcome, Really ask yourself why, you know, like, what is the root of that? Where, where was I taught to do that? You know, and, and a lot of that is in inner child healing. A lot of that is in the shadow work, you know, and that's like, where, where's my bullshit at? Like, is another phrase for shadow work. Like, where am I on my bullshit? Like, <laughs> and that's just what it is. That's what it is. But um, I love you guys. The divine loves you. I pray that and send so much love and speak that this podcast and the new video recordings were in our video bag this year. Um, I'm excited about that. Lots of new things coming, but I just speak that this podcast has helped to elevate your mind in some type of way about ways to approach consent, you know, a lot of important topics and conversations that we need to have with ourselves and just to be easier on you, be easier on you, you know, like, even if you notice your areas of opportunities, say, self, congratulations for noticing that, you know, shout out to you for not turning the blind eye and pretending like you can't read no more, like, I'm proud of you, like, that's a proud moment, you know, like, celebrate your wins, and it doesn't matter how big or small, you know, and especially those internal wins. I celebrate them all. Maybe I'll be over here having parties because you have to. You have to celebrate them. You have to. Um, and it makes your experience better. You know, like if you just beating yourself up all the time, that negative self-talk ain't going to do you no good. We can't bully ourselves. And I'm feeling that in my left ear. <laughs> Intuitively, you can't bully yourself into anything. But um, I love y'all. Y'all are in for a beautiful, magnificent year. Um, 2022 is bringing so much abundance, love, joy, peace, prosperity, comfort. Um, and may this year inspire you to create. May you find inspiration in everything that 
that comes in your path. And may all these doors open up for you that bring you so much joy and life. And keep laying your soul, keep lighting that soul ablaze. Because that is that you the trailblazer in anything that lights your soul up. You are inspiring. And you're bringing so many other people closer to themselves by just being you. But again, I love y'all. And I'll see y'all next time.